Who's Bekistan? Where's Bekistan? Why's Bekistan? How's Bekistan? Beck is in Uzbekistan. What's going good and what's going bad? And she's live from Tashkent, Uzbekistan, in the heart of Central Asia. Well, hello. Uh, welcome to episode 27 of Who's Bekistan? This is Becca coming at you live from Tashkent, Uzbekistan. It's a Saturday late in January, 2022. More and more, it sounds like 2022 sounds like 2020 also, or 2020 again. Um, as I'm sitting here on the tail end of the quarantine, coming off of the first full week of Zoom school, twiddling my thumbs, how I'm going to occupy myself for the weekend. This feels a whole lot like 2020 and 2021. So, diving in, what am I excited about? I am excited that uh, for about the past, I don't know, 24 hours or so, um, <clears throat> all utilities are working. At this moment, my radiators are on, my Wi-Fi is on, my electricity is on, my water is on, my 3G is on the phone. Everything is working. And I'm celebrating that because there have been massive disruptions to the utilities here Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. There was a catastrophic collapse of the power grid in the entire country and extending into some regions in Kazakhstan and Kyrgyzstan. So, um, it was an interesting couple of days. So, uh, at 11 o'clock on Tuesday, the power went off. I was not concerned. The power goes off here all the time. It's usually off for maybe about an hour or so. I was playing on my phone, not worried about the battery. I really wasn't worried about anything. <laughs> um, then I pulled up Facebook and saw where someone I know who lives here said, massive power outage throughout the whole country and neighboring countries. And some words came out of my mouth. And I have a little news feed on my Telegram, which is the communication app here, and uh, saw there was a little news article that was just like one paragraph that said, that confirmed electricity was out in the entire country and, and beyond. Expect disruptions to water and 3G service imminently. Then I really said some words. So, um, you know, without 3G, I can't navigate, I can't translate, I can't contact anybody. There's only about one person that I know whose apartment I can walk to from my house that I can find. Um, I said, well, this is happening, and surely they're going to get it. You know, surely they're going to get it fixed quickly. So I went ahead, went and tried to take a walk, 
as I'm recovering from the COVID. Came home from the little walk, exhausted, laid down and slept for about two hours. At approximately 4.45, I woke up and I put my hand on the radiator and realized it was cold. Then I really said some words and leapt to action to try to secure my bedroom the best way I could, get my warm clothes on, get something to eat, because at 5.30, it's going to be pitch black for the next 14 hours. So, um, so I just, you know, batten bound the hatches, leapt toward action, and then tried to calm down as darkness set in, and there's like literally nothing I can do. So just tried to stay out of my head and just focus on the fact that they were going to get it fixed quickly. About 8 o'clock that night, the electricity came on, um, but not, uh, and some minimal 3G was working at that point. I couldn't, I, I could get WhatsApp to work, Facebook and Telegram were working minimally or not at all, so uh, search functions were not working on the phone, navigation was not working on the phone, so minimal cell service, um, and some electricity. So luckily I was able to go get my space heater and plug that in, the bedroom. So anyway, got through then, um, then it all starts running together. I guess the electricity was on most of the next day. It went off that night for several hours. I had to batten down the hatches again. A Thursday morning it was off again and the radiators came back on partially at some point, but it was probably 48 hours before the radiators came back on fully. Um, but luckily, when the power wasn't off, you know, I could have the space heater. So, it was just quite the adventure, and, you know, just managing my head as to how long is this going to continue, what is going to happen next was definitely the hardest part and just trying to just go with it in the moment and say, okay, I'm not cold, I'm okay. I'm not hungry, I'm okay. Other than that, I need to just chill and think about plans for the future and not not ruminate on all the what-ifs and all the things from the past. So, so yeah, so... I, Knock on wood, that storm has passed, and I'm extremely excited that that I'm just back to functioning like a regular person. And I mean, just how completely dependent we are on, you know, on all these devices and heat and water and how do we function without them? And you know, I was like, well, gosh, where is there a landline? I'm like, I don't even know where there is a landline. It's probably not working either. And who would I call? So, you know, just had to hunker down and wait it out. So very excited to be back functioning in the normal world. What am I puzzled by? Yeah. Well, I'm on day 11, day 12 of the COVID. Um, while I certainly feel a lot better than I did, um... That does not mean that the storm has passed. I seem to get tired out really easy. You know, 
really, really worried about getting my, you know, strength back. I'm tentatively scheduled to go back to school on Tuesday. Luckily, we are on a reduced schedule because school is online. But, um, yeah, we're worried about if I'm really up for that. Um, and still just having a lot of, like, pain in my forehead and face, which I think is some congestion. Trying to manage with some decongestants and repositioning my head. But that is certainly unpleasant. So, what I am puzzled by is, as a society, why haven't we made more progress in treating viruses? Um, it makes me really angry to hear anyone say, Oh, well, you know, if you've been vaccinated, it's just a cold. Oh, it's just mild. Well, I have been double vaccinated and boosted. And I'm here to tell you this is not just a cold and it is not mild. I've never had a cold or flu in my life, you know, that lasted 12 days and still not feeling right. So, um, um, I mean, it is a very, very serious virus. There's a reason why it's killed five and a half million people. So, um... You know, looking at the gravity of this virus, how it plays out differently in so many different people. Um, you know, I've got an acquaintance from home who's been sick for a month. Uh, other people that have had similar stories to me. And other people who it has blown over in a couple days um, pretty uneventfully if they are vaccinated and boosted. But uh, nevertheless, just why does our society not have better treatments for viruses? HIV is a virus. Um, uh, herpes and herpes simplex 2 is a virus. Um, looking at viral meningitis. And all of these can have very, very serious long-term implications and side effects and not a good way to treat. So, um, you know, or not cure, I guess is a better way to say that. So... Yeah, I just, I just wish as a society we could have better, more effective treatments for viruses, you know, where the primary treatment is rest and fluids and maybe try to treat some of the symptoms. So, anyway, yeah, so I'm, I'm puzzled by that and why this is dragging on in this fashion. So, anyway, yeah, that's it. So, that's what I'm puzzled by. Uh, in closing, here we are. Late January, four months until the end of May, and I'm just really, really, really hoping to feel like myself soon. You know, I was just having a really great time here and want to get back to those, you know, social activities and, you know, get back to some some kind of normalcy. So, um, yeah, and then we'll start looking ahead to see what's going to play out over the summer and next school year. I'm wrought with curiosity. So anyway, uh, in closing here on episode 27 of Who's Bekistan, I'm excited at the wonders of utilities and celebrating that mine are intact. I am puzzled why why viruses still remain so serious in our society and planning on staying through the end of May at least, and we'll see what comes after them. 
wherever you are, whatever platform you're listening on, thank you for listening. I hope this information is um, helping you get some information if you plan on relocating to Uzbekistan or if you're just curious what I'm up to. So wherever you are, whoever you are, I'm glad you are out there listening. Thank you very much and goodbye.